Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents The Last Slumber Party Minute, a minute-by-minute podcast covering Steven Tyler's The Last Slumber Party, copyright 1988. Your host, Daniel R. Budnick. You can call him Dan. Now, listen to this. Episode 4. Minute 4. Alright. Hey everyone, it's Dan. Uh, we are... Where do we leave off? You know what? Yes, I am recording this at the same time that I recorded Minute 3. Episode 3. Are you mad? That's a really good freaking nacho. Yeah. I'm a spy too. I brought snacks. If you know where that's from... You win the no prize. But uh, what did we see in the last minute? Oh, yes. Uh, the Yeah, the, the, the crazy guy, the pervy guy, probably the killer, got away. And we are in some sort of classroom. Looks like very science-y um, where a lot of weird stuff is going on. I'll refer you to the previous minute for that. And it looks like everyone is just waiting for the school year to end. And uh, three chooches are sitting off to one side, kind of looking at towards a gal who isn't wearing a bra. And that gal may be Chris, our final girl. And uh, let's join them in it, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the look pretty good, huh? Take it to me. <laughs> That's the reason I like the best, right? Yeah, I'm sure I'm looking forward to this one. It's going to be nice. Just a week ago, prom night was terrific. It was such a thrill for me. One of the highlights of my year, seeing you all dressed up in your tuxedos. What a normal. Look at him grabbing that bone right there. Wonder if it runs. Grab that bone. Hey, science. Science, man. Science. Hey, science. Let's go. Hey, science, come over here. Come on, science. We need you. to get you a date. That's that's the end of my nacho plate, everybody. I'm sorry. Oh, it was good. Mm, mm. Let's go out tonight. Did you notice that at the very end, maybe earlier, let's go to a disco. Who on earth in 1988 is referring to anything as a disco? Mm. Original music, John Brennan, Danilo Bridgens, and First Strike, Post-production sound, Vic Thomas. Those are the two credits that come up in this minute. So that's that's interesting. That it's 88, and none of the three main gals who we see briefly, we see Chris, we see uh, the blonde behind her is her friend, and we saw a brunette. Oh, it's very um, Petticoat Junction. Petticoat. Junction. We got Chris and her two friends. They're gonna get killed by that guy with scalpel. And it's and none of them have eighty-eight hair. I say this having just watched Iced 
with you guys, hopefully. And you know what 88 hair looks like. Chris and that blonde and the brunette don't have 88 hair. And the fact that they mentioned disco means that I think we got something going on with the shooting schedules and time. Mm, okay. Films can't take a while. You you all know Dangerous Men. Mm, there we go. Give me give give me a wad of paper. This is a very wad heavy minute with um the one guy. Uh, well, we got two sort of darker haired guys and one blonde guy. And the blonde guy is uh, dealing on Chris and throws a wad of paper that another dark haired guy gives to him and then the other dark haired guy throws the wad at science you know you know you you will hear that we spend quite a bit of this minute with science science hey science science come on science science holy crap just uh, i guess talk talk to him later talk to him after class or something i don't know you you, you bother him that much and can i say that when they say or oh, oh, one one of the guys there says you're gonna ask him to get you a date I do like the fact that they just, like 20 seconds before, that was the same guy who said, you know, more or less like, all right, you're with Chris. Ask him to get you a I love, you know, teenage boys, especially teenage white boys, you know, they're annoying. I was one myself. I tried not to be annoying, but um, it happened. It happened a lot. My apologies to everybody. Sincerely. So, yeah, so basically this minute is these three guys sitting there. They look at Chris. She's not wearing a bra. I don't know. I mean, um, you know, when I when I was in high school at the end of the 90s, it was, um, I remember, like, seeing a lot of um, uh, G-strings. Like, like gals would wear, like, white skirts, and you'd, you'd walk by them, and, hey, how you doing? Yeah, holy shlamoly. And, you know, does that make me a perv? Of course it does. I was 16. I was 17. Of course I was a perv. Please. You know, that's the way junk works, you know? Um, but, yeah, at this time, it's they're checking to see if she... Which, which also makes me think that this is not 88. She ain't wearing a bra again. I don't think I ever noticed, but I just slapped my thigh hard. I, I don't think I ever noticed if a if, um, gal wasn't wearing a bra. Well, maybe I did, I guess, sometimes. I don't know. But, yeah, so, so yeah, and then, and, then, and then the blonde guy throws a, a, a wad of paper. At Chris, and it hits her in the in the hair, and she turns and looks, and, mm-hmm, and her blonde friend is like, mm-hmm, and then they spend the rest of the time going, science, science, hey, science, science, hey, science, 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 and then finally the other guy throws the wad of paper, and it hits him, and, and he comes on over, but in, in the background you have, you know, the, um, let's go out tonight, let's go to a disco, let's go out tonight, and have a good time. And you have the teacher just talking and talking. The prom night was really great. I got dressed up in a tuxedo. Again, I said this last time. You need to put this minute on. Uh, you need, uh, I hope you heard it. L- maybe listen to it. You need to put the movie, the entire movie on audio. And put it on somewhere where you can hear it on headphones. Because the <clears throat> when you don't have the image there... And you're just hearing the sound. It becomes, uh, like I said, it becomes an oral uh, cacophony that is just so weird. And I think I think pretty interesting too. So, yeah, it's funny. I I I, I a lot of the films like this, I always feel are very much like senior 
senior films. You know, not like the Golden Girls. I mean, senior, like, this is our senior year. This is the end of high school. This is going to be the last time we have together before we all split off and go our, our separate ways, this, that, and the other thing. And and so let's make this the best night ever, or the best summer ever, or whatever. But the way that blonde guy says, I'm so looking forward to this summer, to me, implies that this isn't the last summer. You you don't say, you know, if, if you've been, you know, if you've been going, I don't even know, if, if you've been going to a summer camp for five years in a row and you know that this time is going to be the last time you go, you will never return. You don't say it with that sort of, you say it with a bit of, I can't wait to go one more time or, oh, I can't wait to get there. Or something like that, but you don't. You don't say like, "I can't wait for this summer." Whatever it was he said, but you don't say it like that. So to me, to me, that implies that they're juniors. To me, that implies that they are uh, what? Um, uh, sixteen? Sixteen? Um, I think. Wait a minute. Seventeen? Sixteen? Seventeen? I think. Yes, maybe like seventeen years old that that would work i mean a couple of them look 17 but some of them don't including chris and possibly science uh science who maybe looks as old as the teacher teaching the class but that's okay so but i i like that i i like there, there was that thing where for me like my first year in high school that first summer between freshman and sophomore year I didn't really have any friends and I didn't do much but I stayed at home and I wrote and I hung out and I watched tv shows and which has you know held me in good stead today um but then my sophomore year between sophomore and junior year I went out a bit more not a lot but I went out but my junior between junior and senior year I was out almost every single day plus I had a job and so I was either at the job or I was out. Literally, I was out all the time. And so to me, that would have been the, I can't wait for this summer. I cannot wait for this. When I can go and uh, I do this job, which is okay. I, I do it all right. But it makes me money so I can go out with my friends and we can have a good time. We can go see movies and we can go hang out and it's great. So, so I get where he's coming from. I wasn't a douche like him. You know, I had, they all got bad hair. I mean, I don't know if you see this. I actually have it freeze-framed as the one guy is handing the wad of paper to the other guy, and the original music um, credit is fading out. And I'm looking at their hair, and I'm thinking, ah, I probably had that hair. That was that was pretty awful hair. Um, what that thing about the hair, though, is that some of the hair... Especially the one guy on the right, the guy who threw the wad at science, he almost has like um, Patrick Duffy, late 70s, early 80s Dallas hair. I think we are going to have to discuss the time frame on this movie very intensely, I think. Or maybe not, maybe not intensely, but intently? Intently? We'll talk about it. It'll be great. But yeah, this. Yeah, the. the, the uh, we, we've sort of. Uh, briefly met all of our characters, or seen at least most of our characters in this minute. So when we go on to the next one, yeah, we can dive on in. I think very soon we're gonna we're gonna meet and be able to talk to all our gals and learn about them, and and they'll set up the the party, and we are gonna have a kick-ass time. And I will, I will, I promise you, sometime soon, 
that I promise you I'll take you away. Mm -mm -mm. If you know what that was, that was probably more obscure than the um, quote I did uh, earlier. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, I, I forget what I was talking about now. Yeah, this that was minute four of Last Slumber Party, everyone. The Last Slumber Party Minute. I want to play you this. Yeah. 